0: Do you guys remember how in 2008, at a certain point, it just seemed like reality TV shows were all of a sudden everywhere? I mean, you could not turn the TV on without seeing some reality show or another. Well, the reason for that actually was the 2007-2008 writer's strike. Back then, Hollywood writers went on strike wanting a bunch of different things, higher pay, better benefits, you know, the reasons people usually go on strike. And so while that was being worked out, So they didn't run out of programming. Studios instead turned to reality TV because guess what? You don't really need scripts for reality TV. And so in this environment, shows like Paradise Hotel, Big Brother, and Celebrity Apprentice thrived. And now I don't mean to alarm you all, but there is a good chance that the era of reality TV might once again be upon us this time because not only are writers going on strike, but actors are joining them too. See, if you've been following entertainment news, you'll know that writers went on strike a while ago, well it just so happens that now actors have actually joined them. As Zero Hedge explains, this is the first SAG after a strike in about 40 years and the first time both actors and writers have been on strike together since 1960. And while like it's mentioned, this isn't the first time that actors and writers have been on strike together, this time is different because a lot of the demands or the issues facing Hollywood have never been faced before due to technology. This article writes, guild leaders describe the crossroads as an existential one that many industries face. Will technology eclipse human contribution? The big issues on the table had been streaming residuals and AI on top of the regular negotiations on minimum increases. You see, not only have streaming services like Netflix and Hulu really changed things for audiences, but apparently they've really changed the game for actors and screenwriters as well, and not necessarily in good ways, as this one writer who was on strike and was interviewed tells us.
1: I'm a television and screenwriter. What do you work on? I wrote on a Hulu show called Woke and an ABC yeah. show called. Queens. Um, How long have you been a writer? Professionally, like two years now, but I've been screenwriting probably like the last four years or so. How much do you make? It varies a lot from year to year. Yeah. So when I wrote on Woken Queens, that year, I made just shy of 200K, that was great. And yeah. then last year I made 38K because I was unemployed. Tell me about the writer's strike, like what are writers asking for? We are just asking for the career to be sustainable. So, uh, one of the things we're asking for is a minimum number of weeks for a writer's room to yeah, take place. Yeah. So back during the heyday of cable and broadcast, typically you would be employed on a TV show for 40 weeks out of the year. Yeah. And then during the hiatus, you would be getting residuals so you could still sustain yourself however now there are some writers rooms that are as short as five six weeks and then you have to try to find another job after that. Sometimes you can't because they write it into your contract that you are exclusive to them until they make a decision about a next season. And with streaming shows, as I'm sure a lot of people have seen, there can be two years between one season and another. So they are basically forcing you to be unemployed for two years.
0: Now, a lot of you may not know this, but I actually studied screenwriting at USC for a little bit when I was in college. I know, who am I? Super crazy. But with that being said, I've never actively worked as a screenwriter but I can still say that those don't sound like ideal conditions to me. And it does seem like, you know, studios aren't necessarily as glamorous or as profitable to work for as a writer as some might imagine. However, despite any legitimate challenges that both writers and actors may face in their industry, some audience members online are putting out that perhaps the less than ideal packages studios are offering writers and actors may be due to the fact that They simply are not putting out quality material anymore. I mean, take this writer who was interviewed in the street, for example. She says that the last shows she worked on were called Woke and Queens. Woke was canceled after 16 episodes slash two seasons, and Queens only lasted 13 episodes. Like, I don't care how passionate you are about screenwriting or how it's your calling according to you or whatever, but if you're writing things that nobody wants to watch and that entertain absolutely nobody else outside side of your little inner circle of Hollywood activists, then perhaps you're not getting underpaid. Perhaps you're just getting paid exactly what you're worth, which is not much. And that kind of brings us to the issue of Hollywood entitlement, which I have a lot to say about. But first, I do want to say a big thank you to today's sponsor, Good Ranchers. So did you guys hear the good news? The FDA approved lab grown chicken. For sale, yes, meat formed in a bioreactor will soon be coming to a store near you. But if you prefer meat grown in a pasture instead of a Petri dish, then you need Good Ranchers. Not only do they sell real meat from real animals, but they sell the best meat this country has to offer. From steakhouse quality cuts of beef to better than organic chicken, everything Good Ranchers sources is from local farms in America. If access to food you could trust is important, then I cannot recommend Good Ranchers enough. There's a reason why they've won best food subscription two years in a row. They've got genuinely great products and top tier customer service. You can't call the scientists in the lab to ask about their fake meat, but Good Ranchers has a whole team of people dedicated to being available to you and to answer all of your questions. Real meat, real service. So head on over to goodranchers.com and use my code Lauren to get $30 off your first box. With over 14,000 five star reviews, you can confidently pick the perfect box for you, plus lock in your price for two years when you subscribe today. $30 off and a price lock guarantee. Just two more things lab grown meat cannot offer, or any other meat for that matter. So lock in your price, save $30, and get get real American meat delivered today, go to GoodRanchers.com and use the code Lauren, GoodRanchers.com, American Meat Delivered. Now, I don't care how pro-union you are, you cannot deny that over the past few years, the quality of shows and TV shows coming out of Hollywood, well, it's, it's not been great. And so in that context, it's kind of ironic that actors and writers are choosing now to strike when for the past little bit, they've offered audiences so little. And, and obviously a lot of people in Hollywood are really holding out uh, for audiences, to pick up the mantle and say, yes, studios, give these people more, meet whatever demands they want because we want our shows. We need them back. We just can't wait. But the thing is when actors and writers are offering us things like Netflix's The Witcher Blood Origins or HBO's Velma, I mean, you're not going to have many people going to bat for writers and actors to get paid more. In fact, as this user on Twitter online pointed out, actors and writers going on strike during the era of this. Well, that is really something. And he included an image from She-Hulk Star Wars: The Last Jedi, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and The Mandalorian's dreadful last season. And I mean, speaking of She-Hulk specifically, one of the writers involved with that show was very vocal about how little he was paid. As this headline reads: "She-Hulk Writer Slams Disney CEO Over a Residual Salary of Only $396." And it's like, granted, that's not a lot of money. But also, if the product that you were paid to make was She-Hulk, one of the most universally panned series to date, uh, perhaps $396 is just what you deserve. And also anyone who's actually seen She-Hulk should not be surprised that the writer, at least one of the writers involved with the show, looks like that. I mean, has that hair color. I feel like so many people in Hollywood involved with this strike are banking on goodwill that just frankly no longer exists with audiences. But still, actors especially have been pulling out all the stops trying to get people to support them. I mean, here we have a photo of Mark Ruffalo pictured very confusingly in clothes that I guess are meant to make him look impoverished even though the man is literally an Avenger and is probably doing just fine unless he has some sort of serious gambling addiction we don't know about. And actually choosing to go a completely different route a uh, Rod Perlman, who if you don't follow him online, by the way, is a deranged leftist. He actually resorted to threatening studio executives, which I'm sure, regardless of the strike or not, is going to make them very eager to work with him in the future. Before I get off this, the motherfucker who said we're going to keep this thing going until people start losing their houses and their apartments. Listen to me, motherfucker. There's a lot of ways to lose your house. Some of it is financial. Some of it is karma. And some of it is just figuring out who the fuck said that. And we know who said that. And where he fucking lives. There's a lot of ways to lose your house. You wish that on people. You wish that families starve while you're making 27 fucking million dollars a year for creating nothing. Be careful, motherfucker. Be really careful, because that's the kind of shit that stirs shit up. Peace out. If you guys are familiar with me at all, you will know that I'm not a huge fan of unions, or should I say mandatory unions? Like if you and a bunch of buddies want to get together and form a union, that's fine, but I don't think you should be able to prevent other people who don't want to be in your union from seeking employment. And simultaneously, while I think a lot of the issues that writers and actors are complaining about are valid, I do believe that, hey, if studios are able to find better actors or better writers out there, they should be free to hire them. And considering the output that Hollywood has had over the past few years, I strongly do believe that, yes, they can, in fact, find better actors or better writers out there. I mean, even if they weren't lefty union members, what Hollywood has been churning out lately has just been so bad. I'm, I'm hard-pressed to imagine a scenario where I would support the actors and the writers. I mean, but with that said, it's not as if studio executives are any better themselves. I mean, these are the people who, a lot of times, are the ones who are pushing the diversity initiatives and who are hiring these writers who are super woke or these actors who are terrible simply because they feel diverse quotas. I guess long story short for me at least is that Hollywood in its entirety is garbage from the top to the bottom and I'm just I'm not going to be sad to see that industry burn (laughs) crash in flames and you know what if these strikes do last long enough where it actually interrupts the output of series or shows I'd say that's a good thing because there are so many independent studios out there that are making actually good content they simply don't have the big budget that Hollywood does and so for fellow viewers who claim to hate Hollywood maybe this strike if nothing else is a great opportunity for us to put our dollars where our mouths are and actually start supporting people who share our values or who at the very least don't hate us like Hollywood so openly does. That's basically all I have to say for now though. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time.